ladies and gentlemen. Thanks again for checking out this bonus edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out on this podcast. What I want to talk about is an article that I came across a couple of days ago. And the article basically dealt with talking about how we as people, you know, will have to go about reestablishing our connections and our communication as the world opens back up. Now, if you've been hiding under a rock at the time of this recording, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. And for a lot of people, you know, they are socially distanced. They aren't going out. Um, you know, so their world's in a lot of ways, we all have been flipped upside down. But as we move further into 2021, there is look, there's a look and hope that things will, quote unquote, go back to normal or at least go back to what we kind of knew as normal before March of 2020. That being said, the article kind of touched on, you know, how we relate to each other and how we should connect. And you know, the pandemic really has done a lot for uh, a lot of people in a lot of different ways. And it's not necessarily all bad. It's not necessarily all good either. Uh, but one of the things that it touched on in this particular article was about, you know, how we're going to communicate or how we should communicate and how we should relate and so on and so forth. And it got me to thinking about um, just a couple of things that, uh, I've seen personally and also experienced as well. Uh, and it talked about just kind of skipping the small talk to get to the real of a person and get to, you know, opening up to a deeper conversation. For example, during the pandemic, <laughs> a lot of times, you know, you would ask people, well, how are you doing? How is your mental health? How, how are you holding up? Oh, they'll say, basically, it's the age old question. How are you? And, you know, if you're <laughs> depending on how much you want to go into it, you might say, well, I'm OK or I'm I'm, I'm cool. I'm good. or I'm not doing too good. But I think. It goes a little bit deeper than that, because if you ask me, how am I? I can tell you I'm OK. And I think that's been the default to some degree. Uh, for a lot of people, particularly men, I'm OK because you don't want to ever sound too vulnerable, you know, in a, particularly in a time where. We don't know because we don't know, we don't know how long this is going to go on. We didn't honestly, we didn't know that this pandemic would last as long as it has. It's been a year already. You know, and so many lives were lost and people's lives have been flipped upside down. It's affected every single person. This is the only thing that has that we've gone through that has affected every single person. So with that being said, I think you have to take it a step further. So in the article talks about instead of asking, how are you? Ask them, how are you feeling? Because that opens up to a deeper conversation instead of, you know, you, you really can't get a general answer from that. How are you doing and how are you feeling are two different things because Sometimes if you ask someone, how are they, you know, 
they might tell you about you know how the week was or what they have you know looking forward to in the future whatever the case may be but when you say how are you feeling you got to dig a little deeper with that so I, I I'm, I'm definitely for asking about how you're feeling because that's not a it's not a right or wrong answer and it's not a yes or no answer to be honest uh, it's something where you have to kind of dig a little deeper than what's on the surface and you got to open up and say you know how you really feeling um, the second thing it talked about in the article was um, asking someone what a, what has been lighting you up lately. <laughs> For me, that's a loaded question because what's been lighting me up lately is, you know, a lot of different things. Um, but I've also found that if you want to be great at connecting with people, you must bring, you know, curiosity into the conversation. You know, instead of asking them what they do, ask somebody what brings them joy, because what I do and what what brings me joy could be two different things. I mean, I work. <laughs> work doesn't necessarily bring me joy. Well, it does. There's a level of satisfaction in the work that I do. But um, I mean, like, I don't <laughs> I don't I don't wake up and be like. Oh man, I can't wait to get started today. I'm not that kind of guy. You know, I I work for the check. I enjoy doing what I'm doing. I'll put it like that. But does it bring me joy? No, this podcast brings me joy. <laughs> My regular nine to five, nah. But I also understand that, you know, and, and I have to constantly remind myself that I sit in a place of privilege. I mean, I work from home. I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to be around anybody. And to be honest, I feel a little bit more connected to my job and the people that I work with, given the fact that I work from home, than I did when I was actually in an office, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, you ask people what their role is, they'll start telling you about what, you know, how many, you know, awards they got at work and all that. Nobody wants to hear all of that. Just ask them what's been lighting them up lately. And what lights me up and what lights you up could could be two different things. Again, this podcast and the ideas and the 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 things that the creative side of this podcast really lights me up because it gives me opportunities to think a little bit beyond the surface and just you know the con think about the content that I want to bring to the people who listen to this podcast, as well as the people that I collaborate with because uh, there's a lot of joy in that and. Um, you know, it's not the only thing that brings me joy. Of course, I have a family and wife and kids. I mean, they bring me joy as well. Uh, I play sports and, you know, I do recreational stuff. I watch TV. I watch sports. There's a lot of stuff that brings me joy. But again, if you want to connect a little bit deeper with people, ask them what has been lighting them up recently. And lastly, the article also asks you to ask the question, what is your story? And I think that's a very deep and broad question, and it requires a deep and broad answer. What is your story? Everybody has a story. Everybody has something that made them get to where they are, or they have something that is pushing them, pushing them to where they want to go. Um, on this podcast, I share a lot of stories. Uh, and I didn't realize this until somebody had made this point to me. And they said, you're a really good storyteller. And I took that as a compliment, but I also, you know, 
arrogantly agreed. <laughs> I am. And I think one of the things about this podcast, as far as, you know, being able to tell stories is that what it does is it's, it opens you up to me and I open myself up to you. And I also give you a chance to see a little bit beyond who I am and, and the experiences that have made me who I am. And some sometimes through storytelling, you can make your own assumptions about who I am or who I might be or whatever the case may be. But, you know, everybody has a story. Everybody has experiences. Everybody has things that have helped them grow and mold them into who they are becoming. So um, when people tell you their story, you know, be curious, lean in if you're face to face with them, you know, ask them why they chose the path that they chose. Everybody feels a sense of appreciation when you're curious about who they are. That's a fact. The easiest thing for anybody to talk about is themselves. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth. Uh, everyone feels a sense of appreciation when you're truly curious about who they are. And, you know, when you place the spotlight on someone, they feel energetic. And in turn, that normally leads to them opening up and, and into a great conversation. And at the end of the day, they'll walk away from that conversation not just remembering that they talked about themselves, but they'll walk away from the conversation remembering how you made them feel. Ultimately, we're going to have to do all of these things. We're going to have to, as we, as we, as the world opens back up and we have more face-to-face -face interaction, you know, there's a lot of people that have been isolated. So you're going to need to know how are they feeling? You're going to need to know what's been lighting them up recently. And, and more importantly, you're going to want to know their story because ultimately this will broaden the conversation and it'll help you connect with them even more. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for me. I am your boy, 12 Kyle. Thank you. For, thank you for checking out this bonus edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'll catch you guys next time. Five G's.